What was the last promise you made and how did you change their life with that promise? Today on Healing Pain with Proverbs. Be right back. Peace, Truth Tribe. Heal hurtful choices and find answers to some of your most painful questions. Where? In the book of Proverbs. It holds priceless treasures of wisdom for making better life and relationship choices today and forward. Let's read together live right now when you join me for Healing Pain with Proverbs. Most Mondays at 7 a.m. Eastern. Check the homepage of this YouTube channel for future live stream dates. Which particular verse from today's passage will move your heart toward the healing of wisdom most? Leave a comment to let me and Truth Tribe know during this live and get the email subscriber only free download sent on Mondays to help you improve your week. How can you get the free download? Visit ZaraHairston.com to enter your email address into the pop-up and you'll start to get that download plus more. Okay, it's almost time to get started. Make sure you have a notebook. This is not counseling, a sermon, or a Bible study. It is simply a reading and sharing of the word for inspiration and encouragement. Hold on, hold on, y'all, hold on. We made it here. We made it here today. Despite all the obstacles. We made it. Y'all made it here. Woo! Hand clap. We here. 7 a.m. Eastern time. That's amazing. I just want to give y'all a hand clap, and I need one myself. I don't know if you can tell how sleepy I look. There has been this uh, just getting ready for the Truth Tribe partner journey has been so time-consuming because it is such a special process it is a going to be a private community experience for Truth Tribe. The, you know, Truth Tribe has different layers. You have some that are Truth Tribe because they stand with the tagline, love doesn't lie or expect you to live one. And then you have other people who um, are Truth Tribe because in addition to believing that tagline, they show up, they subscribe, they share the videos, they comment. But there's a special layer of true tribe who's waiting for this private community experience that is goes way deeper than the public uh, formats. And in creating this space for us, <laughs> oh my gosh, it has been really exhausting. Um, don't quote me on this because I'm not entirely sure, but I think this week the waiting list is going to open because um, you have to interview to get into the private experience because people are going to be partnered up with other people on this self-care journey. And I don't want people who have a certain energy or vibe uh, destroying that journey for someone else that they end up getting partnered with. So people are going to be interviewed. So there's going to be a wait list. Um, I believe this week, if not this week, I hope next week um, the waiting list will open and then you'll get information about when you can interview and then move forward. But yeah, I'm, I need a hand clap for myself today because I'm exhausted. When I tell you, I was like five seconds away from canceling Healing Payment Proverbs today because I was just like, I'm really, really, really tired and I can't fully think. And um, I'm like, I can't. I told y'all I'm going to be live here most Mondays because sometimes I'm going to need a break. But I didn't want to start off the first week in September. Welcome to September, y'all. Um, not being here. So I was like, let me at least be here for the first September. But next week, I'm probably going to take me a break. But anyway, um, thank y'all for showing up despite all the obstacles. This story is so beautiful. 
and I had to share it with y'all because I believe that if you listen closely, you will hear the voice of the Most High whispering to you in a way that you have maybe ignored. So this couple met each other in college and they were just really in love, even though they had a lot of conflict. Like they would argue a lot because they didn't know how to communicate. They're in their 20s, they're young. So, you know, they're learning about love. The parents of the girl didn't like the guy. Like he ain't good for you. Don't think you should be with him. She's like, but I love him. And is this conflict sign where we just can't seem to communicate with each other? Is this like a sign that we shouldn't be together and that my parents are right? She didn't know because she's like, they have this deep love for each other, but they, they, at the same time, they can't seem to get along, which was like really weird for her. And so she's weighing up against what her parents are telling her and just having this love for this guy. And he's like, I really love you. Despite our communication issues, like we can work it out. We can figure it out. I really love you. I know your parents don't like me. I know they want you with somebody better than me, but I really love you. A little bit into their college experience, he ends up getting a position overseas. She can't go yet because she still has to finish college. And he's like, all right, I'm going to go ahead and take this job overseas because I want to be able to take care of you. You know, your parents already don't really like me. You know, they're already sizing me up and down. I want to prove everybody wrong that I really do love you. And I think one of the marks of manhood is being able to provide for his family. So we don't have a family yet, but I'm going to take this job overseas, but I'm coming back to you. So uh, he prepares to leave and he tells her, I want to marry you though. So he proposes to her. The parents is like, I don't think that's a good idea, you know? And she doesn't, other than her parents, she doesn't really have a reason outside of their communication issues to think that he's not good for her. He hasn't cheated on her. He's respectful of her. You know, he, he demonstrates love for her, but it's just those two things, the parents and the communication issue. So he proposes to her. And she says, yes, I want to marry you. He goes overseas. While he's overseas, she gets into an accident walking across the street. A car hits her and tears her all up to the point where she suffered neurological issues that left her mute. She couldn't talk anymore. So she's recovering. She's recouping. He's overseas. And since the parents don't really like him, they know that they're engaged, but they don't reach out to him to let him know what happened. She can't communicate because she's mute. So she's like, she gets home, he's calling her, calling her, calling her, calling her. And she just, she won't, she can't answer the phone because she can't communicate. She's no longer can speak because of the issue. She's mute. He doesn't understand what's going on. Like nobody's telling him like what the issue is. And he's calling her constantly. She's like dying inside because not only is this traumatic event something that she wants to talk to him about for his support and love, she doesn't want to make him feel like she's ignoring him. And so she's like, what, how can I like get him to know what's going on? He's calling and I can't, like, I can't communicate to him. So then she thinks about what her parents have said. And she's like, is this a sign that we're not supposed to be together? And she starts realizing, you know what? We already have communication issues. My parents already don't like him. Um, and now here I am mute. We, we can't even be together if I wanted us to be because how do you have communication issues and now on top of that, you can't even talk to the person you in love with. So now these communication issues are compounded. She decides I'm gonna write him a letter and I wanna update him on what happened. But but on sitting with that, like as she's writing the letter, she comes to face with the fact that they're not good for each other. Like they already have communication issues. Parents already don't like him. And now she's mute. She can't even talk. So she writes the letter and she comes to this conclusion. Like at first I was just sending this letter to update you and let you know what was wrong. Now, because of what is wrong, I think this is showing us we're not supposed to be together. So she sends the letter to him. And she doesn't hear anything back. Fast forward, 
her friend tells her, guess who's in town? Guess who back from overseas? Who? Her old boo. <laughs> I'm joking. The guy that she was engaged to, he's back in the States. And the friend says, he has this invitation for you. And he wanted me to give it to you. So she gives him the, she gives her friend the invitation from the guy that she was engaged to. And it's a wedding invitation. Immediately, her heart sinks. She knows that she's the one who ended the relationship, but it hurts that he's getting married. She doesn't understand why she's getting an invitation to the wedding, though. She opens up the wedding invitation, and her name is on the wedding invitation. She don't understand what's going on. What? How am I invited to my own wedding? Like, what is going on? He appears, the friend, that's a good friend. The friend done set it up. He appears and he starts speaking to her using sign language. And using that sign language, he says, all this time I've been taking to learn sign language to let you know I did not forget my promise to marry you. Let me be your voice because I'm committed to my promise. Oh, she done fell all out. She done fell all out. You know what I mean? You mean to tell me that I done broke up with you. I'm thinking we ain't got no chance on top of our communication, communication issues. Now I'm mute. I ain't really hear back from you. You done took all this time to learn sign language, get your life together, get your job together, come back to the States, set up a wedding, give me a wedding invitation with my name in it and tell me you done took this time to learn sign language to let me, let you be my voice. I love that story. Um, I don't know if it's real or not. I read it, um, you know, just in passing and reading some different things. And I was like, man, I got to share this story with y'all because I think it's such a beautiful illustration of the fact that promises are not easy to keep. They're, they're, they're just not easy to keep, but can be life-changing and life-changing for better or for worse. And keeping your promises, you can change somebody's life for the better like this story. And not keeping your promises, you can leave somebody traumatized. You can leave somebody to this day, feeling like um, they can't love again. But beyond that, I wanted to ask you to consider as we're reading Proverbs, the healing, wisdom, power, divine insight of uh, wisdom in Proverbs. What promise is y'all making to you when it comes to wisdom? Because we love that guy in that story, right? We love him. Look at him, right? And we don't already, we don't know we already got him. An even better version. The most high Yah. He says to you. He uses all kind of ways to communicate to you. Whatever way you need to be communicated to based on your temperament, your personality, your history, the things you've been through, he finds a way to communicate to you even through your issues. That's that divine wisdom that, that does that. And he learns, learns you. He already know you, he made you. But he takes the time to get to know you, who he has created, in our time, real time, he already knows you. I know that, right? Because he formed you before you were even like, he knew you before you were in the womb. But in the, the essence of the story, he watches you like that. He goes and he's preparing uh, for how to best communicate to you because he loves you and he wants you to get it. And then he says, let me be your voice. I'm committed to the promises that I made to you. So we love the guy in the story, but we don't realize we already got him in the most high. And we just dismiss the most high, his love for us, his promises. We don't read scripture so many times. We don't heard it so many times. I heard that before. I know, I know, I know. We don't heard it so many times. We don't understand the love that it's wrapped up in. Like this is not just some words on a piece of paper. By his spirit, you can 
sense his deep love for you. So I want to ask you again, what promises y'all making to you when it comes to wisdom, when it comes to love, and when it comes to healing, when it comes to the choices that you need to make? He's showing up for you like that guy. That guy didn't respond to her. She thought it was over the whole time he was preparing for her. The Most High might not be responding to you right now, but he's preparing for you something. If you are his, he said that all things work together for your good when you call to him and you love him. Do not let his silence trick you or the enemy deceive you to make you think he is not preparing something for you. And when he show up and blow your mind that it's not real and now you're looking all foolish because you thought he just left you alone. He did not leave you. I will not leave you or forsake you even when it looks like I have. He's talking to us in Proverbs. He's talking to us in his, he's talking to us in his word every day by his spirit. Without his spirit, all that stuff is just like words on a piece of paper, especially since it's been translated over and over by different people in different ways down through the generations. Without the Holy Spirit or the Ruach, you can't see the, the divine wisdom and insight in there. It's just some words. That's why people have so much knowledge and information and are void of his spirit and it makes no difference. That spirit, that Holy Spirit, that divine spirit of the most high Yah, when you asked the presence of the most high Yah to come in when you read, that guy that you fell in love with in this story is there, but a thousand times better, right with you. So... The last promise you made and how that changed somebody's life may be totally different than how the most high does things, whether it was good or it was not so good, because sometimes we don't always keep our word, you know, and that's why we thank the most high that there is a thing called repentance where we can correct and get things right. And then forgiveness actually means something. But the most high, he does not break his promises ever. We might, other people might, he does not ever He's way better than the guy in this story. So what promises is y'all making to us? Let's see some of them today in uh, Proverbs 6. We're in Proverbs 6, y'all. It's September. And um, I'm excited to see, hear the voice, that beautiful, sweet spirit. Oh, I love it. To hear it, to be with it. Let's see what that beautiful, sweet spirit wants to communicate to us despite any of our issues, our communication issues. That sweet spirit can get through. We just have to submit, obey, and be open to it. But before we get into Proverbs 6, let us petition the Most High. Let's invite the Most High in. I mean, I already done talked to him. He here with me, but let's invite him with this. This, uh this uh actual reading okay y'all i can't wait to see what the most high has for us today thank you oh i'm tearing up i love you so much most high oh you're so good i can't oh when i think about him and everything he's brought me through Everything he delivered me from, every heartache, every heartbreak, every betrayal, every lie against me, every tongue that has risen up against me, defamations. Mm. He holds me in the middle of the night. He cradles me. He whispers, I love you. I'm with you. Thank God baby girl they that are with you are way more that's what he says to me because i be getting attacked out here trying to get out of your truths but he's on my side it is such a beautiful thing to have the most high on your side even when you don't get it all the way right you repent he cleanses you and he says i'm right by i'm on your side now, if you live in a sin, you can't claim that. <laughs> like, just like, 
unrepentant, you can't claim that he's not on your side. But anyway, most high, y'all, we thank you so much um for being so good to us. We thank you for being a promise keeper. We thank you for being Oh my gosh, like you are you are man i don't have word i i'm gonna need you to make up a new word for this vocabulary i only see it in the spirit i can't i don't have a actual physical word for it what you are you are so holy and worthy and um you're worth our weight you are worth patience you are worth the sacrifices we have to make you are worth the people sometimes we have to cut off. You are worth, you are uh, most high. You're just, oh, let your people see how good you are today and every day. We repent right now. We ask that anything that is in our heart um, that is wrong, that goes against your ways, that is in direct opposition of your will that you will first and foremost if we're not aware of it bring it to our forefront so we can deal with it help us deal with it not only do you oh my gosh most high you don't just cast us off to the side and be like figure that out on your own you will actually help us correct a wrong so i ask you to correct the wrongs in our heart and our thinking in our relationships show us our part in that um if we are not right with something or someone or something make it clear most high and give us the courage the moral courage that you've been talking about in proverbs to correct it we talked about denial last week most high please don't let the trick of the enemy with the use of denial put us in a state of unrepentance there is no healing there none help us most high bring us to our knees and submission and tears for thankfulness may we like bring us to tears how much just like that story some people might have teared up like oh look what he did for her look what you do for us Look what you do for us and we don't even realize it. You do so much for us every day. Every day. From the we're sleeping and we don't even know what you're doing for us. You're fighting for us in the spiritual realm while we're sleeping. We wake up and you're with us and you're working on our behalf. We go through our day, you're working on our behalf. There are accidents that we escape that you don't even know that you protect. We don't even know that you protected us from. There are events. There are so, I mean, most high, you just, we, we just, we don't even give you the glory that we should sometimes, man. Ooh, but you are worthy. Help us remember how worthy you are each day. We invite you into this experience um, with Healing Paper Proverbs today. And most high, I just ask that you will release your healing through your divine wisdom and insight wisdom is healing having divine wisdom creates healing in our lives and i ask that you will release it at this time and in this experience and i thank you for bringing some of your people here to hear what you want to say to them through this series reward them for their diligence for getting up for being here for being present you are a rewarder of those who diligently seek you. So I ask that they will diligently seek you today and in the download that they will get the download and make that uh, seeking even more diligent in doing the download and hearing from you in that private space of doing that download and that activity. We love you. We're so excited to see what you have for us in Proverbs 6 today. We love you. We thank you for your divine wisdom. We know these words are nothing without you. They're just words on the page, letters that have been put together on the page. But with you, oh my gosh, by your spirit, that's the difference. Thank you for your spirit. 
that you let us have. In the name of Yahusha, hallelujah. All right, y'all. When I think about the most high, I just, I cry like every time. I just, he's, I see all the things. I see me being in my car, you know, not having nowhere to go and where to, no place to live with all my stuff in my car, figuring out what I was going to do. And then him giving me a place, uh, an apartment, somebody to stay with. I see him, um, hmm. <laughs> I ain't even going to go into that. But I just see all that he's done for me and where I am today. And I just, I can't hold tears back when I think about those things. But let's get into Proverbs 6. Y'all let me know if the music is too loud. Because um, I can't really hear it on y'all side like that. I hear it different than y'all. Um. Okay. I'm going to read some of y'all comments in a minute. <clears throat> but let me know um if the music is too loud like just kind of let me know i try to keep it at a, a good level <coughs> let's see what the most high by his spirit got to say to us in proverbs 6 <clears throat> okay proverbs 6 amplified bible parental counsel my son, if you have become surety, guaranteed a debt or obligation for your neighbor, if you have given your pledge for the debt of a stranger or another outside your family, if you have been snared with the words of your lips, snared with the words of your lips, if you have been trapped by the speech of your mouth, if you have been trapped by the speech of your, do y'all hear this? If you have been snared with the words, how you going to get snared with the words of your lip and trapped by the speech of your mouth? We talked about promise keeping, right? The most high looks, see, we'll say a word and we just think, you know, it's nothing. But the, the most high is like, oh, that's the promise you just made. If you just said that, you just basically promised, even if you didn't use the language that you promised. Saying, giving someone your word is like when the most high gave us his word, which was the Messiah in true form. So he takes the giving of a word very, very serious. That word turns into something. The Messiah is a literal, like the word for us. That word turns into something. You might say something and you don't see what it turns into, how it changes other people's lives. But it turns in, every word we say turns into something. That's why the word, the word says the power of life and death is in your mouth. Because the word, you can't see it when you say it, but it turns into something. It could turn into somebody's heartbreak. It could turn into somebody's trauma. It could turn into somebody's memory of verbal abuse. It could turn into a child's neglect. It can turn into a woman's inability to be intimate with her husband. It can turn into a man's inability to trust that he can be vulnerable. These words, they turn into something just like the Messiah turned into the word like it tells us in John. So if you have been snared with the words of your lips, if you have been trapped by the speech of your mouth, this is for you. And all of us need it because we done all done it. We done all said something we didn't actually mean, but the most high counted it as a promise and he's showing us when you make a promise you in a debt if you don't keep that that's a problem for you that's a problem stop don't just say things and you don't mean to do it because when we say things they turn into something for not just us but for somebody else If you have been snared with the words of your lips, if you have been trapped by the speech of your mouth, do this now, my son. And when I see son, because this parent is talking to the son, I think of myself because I'm a child of the most high. So don't let the son trip you up, okay? 
Do this now and release yourself from the obligation since you have come into the hand of your neighbor. Go humble yourself and plead with your neighbor to pay his debt and release you. This debt is not just always monetary. When you told somebody you were going to do something and you didn't do it, you're supposed to go humble yourself and plead with them to pay that debt so that they can release you. But oftentimes we just go on with life. That promise keeper, uh, we don't do what that guy did in the story we talked about earlier. We just, the most high will take care of it. He'll he'll help them and he will. <laughs> Despite what you done did to them, he gonna come and nurse their wounds. But he's still holding you accountable. Give no unnecessary sleep to your eyes. No slumber to your eyelids. How we resting well we done did somebody wrong. Tear yourself away like a gazelle from the hand of the hunter and like a bird from the hand of the fowler. Go to the ant, O lazy one. Observe her ways and be wise, which having no chief, overseer, or ruler, she prepares her food in the summer and brings in her provisions of food for the winter and the harvest. Now, a lot of this is about monetary things, right? Like a, a, a monetary debt. But I want us by the spirit to look beyond the monetary because your words are like money. Where you spend it and where you owe it is how the most high is looking at you. It's not just owing somebody money here. It's owing somebody your word too. I want us to just look deeper, okay? <clears throat> how long will you lie down, oh lazy one? How long you gonna know you got this monetary debt out here and not get up off your lazy butt and get a job or do whatever you need to do to pay that debt back. How long, on the flip side, are you going to sit out here knowing you told that person, you gave them your mouth and your word, whether it was covenant, whatever it was, and then you just laying up, sleeping well, like you don't owe that. Like, let's look at it deeper, right? When will you arise from your sleep? This could be like a mindset. You think you could just say that and don't do what you said or at least repent and, and confess that you can't do what you said when will you arise from your sleep and learn self-discipline not just monetarily with your mouth yet a little sleep a little slumber a little folding of the hands to lie down and rest so your poverty will come like an approaching prowler who walks slowly but surely and your need will come like an armed man making you helpless sometimes we can't figure out why life ain't working for us but we won't look back and look at the word that we gave and what it turned into and what how the most eye is looking at us based on that thing Poverty will come like an approaching prowler who walks slowly but surely and your need will come like an armed man making you helpless. Now, I'm not saying that if you're going through something, it's because you did something wrong. Sometimes it's just the most high stretching you, growing you up. Um, you're in a training ground, like you're in a training period because he's he needs you to go through these things to learn and be humbled so that you can help other people. But sometimes it is because of something we've done. Only you know that. A worthless person, a wicked man, is one who walks with a perverse, corrupt, vulgar mouth. Somewhere else in the word it says, by their words, they're going to be justified. By their words, they're going to be condemned. Verse 12, a worthless person. These are the types of people who do this. A worthless person, a wicked man, is one who walks with a perverse, corrupt, vulgar mouth that's not just saying curse words or putting curses on people with your tongue that's saying something and not doing it that's just as much of a penalty to the most high who winks with his eyes in mockery who shuffles his feet to signal who points his fingers to give subversive instruction who perversely in his heart plots trouble and evil continuously, who spreads discord and strife. <laughs> this was going to happen when you do that. Therefore, the crushing weight of his disaster will come. When it's coming? Suddenly. 
when it's coming suddenly that means you couldn't see it you you didn't you you thought you was good and then you wasn't that means out of nowhere but not out of nowhere nowhere is somewhere if we're specific that's a line from my husband suddenly upon him meaning you can't prepare for it meaning that's why repentance is so important because repentance keeps you continually in a state of preparation by the time you get to this state you can't even prepare to get yourself right so that disaster won't suddenly come upon you instantly he will be broken and there will be no healing i thought the most high healed not everybody you just there will be no healing instantly he will be broken and there will be no healing we can't blame the most high the most high didn't do it we get mad most high why are you letting this happen to me you got you be having these warnings he be telling you like by his divine wisdom how to keep your heart in a state that is pure so this doesn't have to be you that brokenness we keep looking for healing and we can't get it there ain't no remedy he warns us he tells us and we ignore it because we want to be around this person we want to be in love with this person we want to have sex with this person we want to do all these things and then like we talked about in another healing pain with proverbs we not we're not aware of the choice like what's on the other side of that choice and in that same law we talked about how there are certain there are certain insights that on the currency is your pain Therefore, the crushing weight of his disaster will come suddenly upon him. We be thinking this is not some of us who believe or say we're believers. This, that's, that's somebody else. No, that's why people are going to come before the Most High and say, yeah, yeah, and he's going to be like, I don't, who? I'm sorry, who are you? I don't know you. I never knew you. This is the trick that some of us think this is not us. Therefore, the crushing weight of his disaster will come suddenly upon him. Instantly, he will be broken. And there will be no healing or remedy because he has no heart for the Most High Yah. These six things the Most High Yah hates. Indeed, seven are repulsive to him. A proud look. The attitude that makes one overestimate yourself and discount others. A lying tongue and hands that shed innocent blood. A heart that creates wicked plans. Feet that run swiftly to evil. What channel? I'm just saying. A heart that creates wicked plans. A feet that runs swiftly to evil. See, I'm trying to make this more normal for us. Sometimes we think evil are these big, grandiose ideas. Evil is turning the channel and watching them have sex together because that's your favorite show. I'm sorry, what are we doing? Like, turn it off. Uh, feet running swiftly to evil is going to hang out with somebody knowing they about to get you in trouble but we be having fun together like it's not these grandiose things that's how we end up crying out to the most high and him not responding and we not knowing why because we're oblivious to the subtle sins the subtle evils right a false witness who breathes out lies, even half truths, and one who spreads discord, rumors among brothers. And again, that's not just brothers, that's people in general. <clears throat> My son, be guided by your, fa your father's divine given commandments, instruction, and do not reject the teaching of your mother. Again, the story I gave earlier we don't know if those parents were, had divine given commandments. Some parents are not being led of the spirit of the most high. Yeah, they are not. They have worldly wisdom, but they don't have divine wisdom. And they will tell you to do things that can hurt you spiritually and not even necessarily always realize it because they're being operated out like by some other spirit. So just because somebody is your parent does not mean you have to listen to them I'm talking about, I'm talking to adults here. Children, you know, ah, man, the most high says it's like putting a rock before you and throwing you under the water with the weight of that rock when you mess with children. I feel so bad for children who are younger under the horrible authority of un parents who don't know the most high. 
but I'm talking to adults here. Some of y'all feel like whatever my mother or my father says goes and I should listen to it because the Bible says there's wisdom from your parent. No, the Bible, the word of the most high says divinely given commandments and instruction from your mother and father divinely not just their own opinions about stuff so we have to be careful because they have some certain wisdoms if they don't know the most high they got some worldly wisdom that can help you just in life but when it comes to really serious critical life-changing choices you better make sure whoever it is mother father sister brother whoever it is that what they told you has been inspired by the holy ruach the spirit of the most high yah bind them continually upon your heart and your thoughts and tie them around your neck when you walk about they the divine teachings of your parents will guide you when you sleep they will keep watch over you and when you awake they <laughs> will talk to you so funny because I just during the petition to the most high I was saying how the most high just whispered to me when you awake they will talk to you for the commandment is a lamp and the teaching of the law is light and reproofs or rebukes for discipline are the way of life to keep you from the evil woman now this parent is talking to the son so it's saying evil woman but it can be evil men as well from the flattery of the smooth tongue of the immoral woman. Do not desire or lust after her beauty in your heart, nor let her capture you with her eyelashes. I thought this was so funny when I saw this because it's such a huge thing with fake eyelashes today. I don't know if it was in any other period of history where every they go and get their individual eyelashes done. And to see this in Proverbs, do not desire lust after her beauty in your heart do not let her capture you with her eyelashes that's like proverbs just be seeing ahead for an account of a prostitute one is reduced to a piece of bread to be eaten up and the immoral woman hunts with a hook the precious life of a man now i've heard certain men teach this and, t and say this is why i leave women alone they evil this is talking about an immoral woman a specific type of woman and because this is addressed to a son, if you are a daughter of the Most High Yah, there are men out here that's like this too. So there, look for these characteristics because this is this tells us who we should be around, whether in like love, romantic type relationships, friendships, you know, whatever. These characteristics and these traits, we want to make sure we looking. If you got one of them, then you got to go. Can a man take fire to his chest and his clothes not be burned? <laughs> I remember I used to say I could spend a night with my husband Sleep in the same bed as him when we were not married And we wasn't going to do nothing Can a man take fire to his chest and his clothes not be burned? You tripping Maybe the first few times, but you tripping It's coming Flee fornication Or can a man walk on hot coals and his feet not be scorched? It's like delusion It's d that denial we talked about in the previous one Like you're in denial if you think you can entertain sin have conversations with the enemy and think that it's not going to trap you in doing that. So is the one who goes into his neighbor's wife. Whoever touches her will not be found innocent or go unpunished. People do not despise a thief if he steals to satisfy himself when he is hungry. But when he is found, he must repay seven times what he stole. He must give all the property of his house if necessary to meet his fine. But whoever commits adultery with a woman lacks common sense and sound judgment and an understanding of moral principles. He who would destroy his soul does it. Wounds and disgrace he will find and his reproach or blame will not be blotted out. For jealousy enrages the wronged husband. He will not spare the guilty one on the day of vengeance. He will not accept any ransom offered to buy him off from demanding full punishment, nor will he be satisfied through you, nor will he be satisfied though you offer him many gifts and bribes. Now in today's society, men are a little different. They be cheating and somebody, some people might take them bribes, but a man of the most high ain't taking no bribe when you done committed adultery with his wife. Ain't no talk, ain't nothing to talk about. A wife, you done committed adultery with her husband 
and the chick come and you trying to bribe and have a con there is no talking boo boo there's no talking <laughs> like there's no talking and so in the footnote here it says for proverbs 3 under the ancient laws governing debt a man obligated for another's debt could lose his money his land, his bed, his clothing, and if these were not sufficient, he and his wife and children could be sold as slaves, not to be released into the next year of Jubilee, 50 years after the previous one. Look now, keeping your word in Proverbs and in according to the Most High wasn't nothing that he played with. Like, it, you you didn't just, just wasn't just loose with your lips. And it's still true today, even though society has created some norms that ain't normal to the most high so as you listen to proverbs 6 and the proverbs that we've been reading what promises y'all making to you when it comes to wisdom he's an even better promise keeper and he makes some good promises to you but he also makes some promises to you if you go this way i'm gonna promise you this okay we can do it this way or we can do it that way on both sides i got some promises for you and i keep my word what are some of those things that the Most High is saying to you in Proverbs 6? Do the download. <laughs> I, say, I say this all the time. Um, I got a, was an email or a comment from somebody and they were like, I have been ignoring these, uh, your promptings to do assignments. I just keep ignoring it. And I finally got convicted. Like, I need to stop. I need to stop ignoring it and do it. It's like you saying it and I'm just letting it go in one ear and out the other. And this person was like, I feel like the most high convicted me. Like, okay, I need to stop playing and really stop asking for one thing, getting the answer in front of me and ignoring it. So do the download. Uh, what did we say last week? What was it, y'all? Don't forget to brush your tongue. Was it? You got to go back and look at it. But I think I said, don't forget to brush your tongue. How are you going to brush your teeth? Don't brush your tongue. That's what you're doing when you don't do the download. You went through all of this and for what? Do something about it. Faith without works is dead. Do some kind of, apply some kind of behavior to what you heard so that it can be demonstrated in your life as fruit of what you heard. Um, I got an, a comment from this guy too. Um, and it really touched my heart because he was like, this was with more than one person was like, um, Zara, you know, what about men? Like men need healing too. And we, like, if you think women of color ain't got nowhere to go to get that kind of help, men really don't. Y'all not excluded. Y'all are welcomed. Truth Child Partner Journey is for men and women. You won't be partnered with a woman. You'll be partnered with another man. So hopefully more men will come in. But I know, I understand that healing is not just for women. Men are welcome. You'll you're hear certain men comment. They're here. They're present. Um, I, I know what other people think certain things that they can't receive from a woman and all that stuff like that. And if that's where someone is, that's where they are. But, um, men of most high who are searching for healing and self-care, you are welcome. You need it. You need it too. Okay. Um, make sure y'all do the download. I'm going to read a few comments and I got to get off of here because I'm going live over on transparency, the podcast at 9am Eastern with my husband. So I need a little bit of break in between these two. So I'm going to try to run through y'all comments real quick. Um, but forgive me if you feel like I'm rushing. <clears throat> Stephania? I think I'm saying it right. I tried to make a note. Stephania, peace. Hey, update, update me on the true child assignment. You said you was going to do it. Leave a comment over there. I want to I wanna know. Um, peace, Nyoka. Peace, Rainy Pal. Peace, Shelly Murphy. Peace, Aleya Yahudum. I hope I'm saying your name right. If I'm not, just correct me, y'all. Just let me know. And like Stephania, she put like how it would actually sound, even though it's spelled different, to help me uh, visualize how to say it. So do that if I say it wrong. Peace, BJ. Peace, Kiara Branch. <clears throat> Peace, Ulysses Lena. <clears throat> um thank you if you have more than one comment i appreciate y'all i'm gonna just try to run through and say peace to y'all tiana maria Rowe. my mind has been blowing these past few days it's remarkable that is awesome thank you for sharing it 
good to hear that that is uh the most high is doing that for you um all right Ooh. oh hey husband i didn't know you was in here <laughs> hey husband all right y'all i'm trying to just run through these real quick i think i said hi to almost everybody okay step step on you yeah, i almost finished it i want to hear leave me a comment on the post on the community tab stefania on youtube community tab go to the post about that assignment and share it there that's how i can kind of organize my thoughts with what different people are doing so i want to hear let me know peace raya amazing how i was doing another study today and i click on your live and see i needed to hear exactly what you were talking about i was downing my husband because of old debts but i see i think it got cut how here it goes how important your word is thank you for this awesome word awesome raya that's what's up crystal rhymes my husband wants another wife and i'm not okay with it i know it's not a sin but i can't get on board with that yeah i'm not gonna handle religious topics on here because i don't deal with religious stuff but that right there i don't do multiple wives that that don't work over here so if you come in here for somebody to agree with you on that this is probably the wrong space for you because i don't janae yes i knew i had to be on the live and get my downloads ready for monday i have been catching on the replay but i asked for healing and help and i found this so i have showed up because he did awesome that is awesome all right y'all i'm gonna be on transparency the podcast later if you go to my homepage and you hit channels and then you hit transparency the podcast you can see the live my husband and i will be doing first and third mondays we go live on transparency the podcast so i gotta get out of here so i can get a little bit of rest in between but thank y'all so much for showing up um okay that was weird i hit the back button and it took me out of the stream but thank y'all so much for showing up um next monday i'm gonna take a little bit of a breather so i won't be here for hill of pain with proverbs but i will do a live sometime during the week and then the week after that i'll probably be actually no i'll be here next week i'll probably chill the third sunday uh monday because my husband and i go live again so i'll be here next week my bad on that all right, y'all. Thank y'all for joining me. Do the download. Do the download by his spirit. Let him ask you. I mean, ask the most how to show you what you need to see. All right, y'all. Peace. They always told me love's supposed to suffer long. I looked it up in the lexicon. It said that suffering actually means the act of being patient. Have I been patient with you? And who is to decide when long is long enough? And what do I do when I feel I've had enough?